Is somebody gonna talk? Oh, I guess I can. Hi, this is Tim and the boys. I'm Tim, and to my right is... Aiden. And to my left is... Dylan. And we're finally back with another podcast. It's been a really long time. It has, it has been a very, very long time. Four. It is episode four of Tim and the Boys. And um, this it, time we are back, and we should have better sounds this time. And we've done some things with the sound. We're trying out this as a new uh, setup for us, so we we'll have to see. Don't know what we're going to talk about today. Uh, well, I have some ideas on a couple things we could talk about. It's been a while since we've done this, so there's been a few things, um, namely. Uh, like we could call this the comic book movie episode if we Ooh. wanted to, because since the last time we did so a podcast, Batman, Superman, and we've seen, of the we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, and we've seen the very first Superman with Christopher Reeves, mm-hmm. and we saw the first Batman Which from 1989. It's awful. It doesn't hold up. It really doesn't um, play well um, today, and I was sorely disappointed. Actually, I thought that Superman, um, even though it was made 10 years earlier, uh, was a better movie today to watch. Ten minutes of beginning credits. I didn't like that. Well, yeah, they used to do that in all movies. So, I mean, next time we watch it, if there is a next time, we can fast forward it through all the zooming credits that shows who made the movie and, you know, who was the person who cut the tape that held it all together. Because it did, it went through, it was almost like in a complete end credits in the beginning, and it was... It was a bit lengthy and hard to palate. So, okay. So, which one should we talk about first? Should we should we go? Let's go in um, order. order from the first one that we saw, which would be Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, this was a movie that we were all pretty excited to see. We couldn't wait for it to come out. Um, we went and saw it uh, opening weekend, I think. Yes. And okay. And so, first impressions. Uh, and remember, guys, this people who have uh, who listen to this may not have seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet, so we want to spoiler alert. No, uh, no, well, just try not to have any spoilers. But yeah. if we end up just absolutely positively needing to say something that would be a spoiler, um, such as well, we just won't. We'll talk. We can talk about there's funny songs and funny things that happens to songs, um, but uh, you know it happens at the end of the movie. It's all. It's all, by the way, from like the 60s, 70s, 80s music because of, well. Because that's, yes, you watch the movie, you'll find, I mean, there's nothing, there's there's nothing given away because it's in all the trailers that he, you know, has his earphones and he's playing, you know, music from the, from the past. Um, And that uh, is a theme that stays throughout the entire movie. And they tie it in really well, I thought. I, I thought the way that they made that movie, or that music, excuse me, part of the soundtrack for a space movie, it worked. It worked well for me, and um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked the movie. I liked all, everything about it. It was very funny. It was a funny movie. It was a very funny movie, so there was a lot of humor in it, and um, but action and excitement in this. Action and excitement. And in my opinion, um, and you guys can chime in, uh, in terms of, it is rated PG-13, but I mean, as far as PG-13s go, it's extremely mild PG-13. There was Definitely. not really anything in there that was visually disturbing. And trust me, we have watchers here that would uh, would chime in if it was. Yes. So, We're not um, the kids around. Right. But um, it was pretty mild um, visually. I think it probably got a PG-13 because there was like one or two uh, words that were, you know, kind of not 
usually heard in PG movies. Um, I mean, nothing bad. Uh, they were mild as well. If you but watch any of the other Marvel movies, you'll be completely fine with this one. Yep. Yeah, it's it's right on par with um, you know Avengers um, and the other Thor. And it ends up that the fan that people think that get a little closer to the microphone. The, the people you. That, no, your, your body, body. Closer. closer. The people think <laughs> that Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers three, Avengers three and Guardians of the Galaxy three are going to be mushed together. Yeah, they think that there's going to be a crossover of Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers somewhere down the line. Yes, um, that is that is the rumor. Um, I think his name is Kevin Feige or Feige. I don't know how to pronounce it. He is the head of Marvel Studios and. Um, apparently, Marvel has about a 20-year roadmap for making um, movies. But, unfortunately, um, before Marvel Studios was around, Marvel sold the rights to X-Men and uh, Spider-Man and Fantastic Four away. So, those plans will only pretty much include Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers and any new movies that crop up. But there's a number of other characters they have that they could do things with that, you know, they they haven't yet. Like they're making an Ant-Man movie, but they're having, they're having troubles with that. For some there's, there's an Ant-Man movie. They could do Punisher. Um, I mean, they got... The, I don't know. I actually don't know. I think he is because of, he seems like one of, he seems like he might be one of those shifty characters that go from good to bad. My entire exposure to the Marvel universe is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're they're movies only. Um, and then a Lego superhero game. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, I think the Lego superhero game, although it has. Um, I, well, I don't know because I'm not familiar with the Marvel comic universe, but I mean, it ha does have tons and tons and tons of characters. Um, I don't know much about those characters based on the game. I mean, I know them. I mean, I just, I, I know, I, I know they exist pretty much. It's about all I know. Um, you know, I, what they're. Every character from Wolverine to Wizard, if you've ever heard of him. I yes, I Galactus. Um, yeah, it's it's quite the uh, cast of characters they have, both on the hero side and on and on the villain side. Um, but we digress. We're we're talking about um, Lego Marvel for the superheroes for the the console games. So shifting back to who? To movies, yes. So yeah, so so Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever his name is, um, he uh, he has he won't reveal his hand. Although you know there there is this you know twenty year roadmap. And one of the things that I think is kind of interesting about it's referred to as the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because that exists um, separate from the comic book universe. Which is why sometimes there's things that you see in the movies that don't align with the comic book they'll take the the characters from the comics and the themes um and put them in the movies but there's not like oh a perfect match between all of the backstories and the attributes of the the characters in the movies um with uh how they are in the comics take a take a comic book character take a villain from that comic book character's universe even though the marvel universe is one big universe Take one villain that the hero fights, toss them in a movie together, and ha hire a 
Hollywood star uh, writer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they've done that pretty successfully mm-hmm. so far. Um, you know, and they use different elements probably from that um, character in the comic books, but th- they don't they don't hold themselves hostage to uh, the the reality of the comic stories uh, because that would be pretty limiting to try to make movies um, that was that way. And and then it would also be well, you know, those stories have already been told; they've been told in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I mean, I guess in some respects they do that with some of the other ones, with like the DC, you know, Batman fighting the Joker. I mean, I, you know, and the way the Joker becomes the Joker and the way Batman becomes Batman and how they fight each other. That, that's, in the movie at least, that the really lame 1989 version we saw, that seemed to be... Joker falling off the top of a tower. We seemed, yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, we, we saw, it looked to me a, a lot like what the story I imagine the story would be from the comic books at least one of the many stories because I haven't read those but getting back to Aiden's comment about the cartoon Joker falling off the building that was the wonders of special effects in 1989 when somebody fell from a tall tall building you needed to animate their goofy Joker face in order as they fell for and honestly it was probably about half a second that you saw that and it didn't. You I know. didn't notice it was a cartoon, but really, yeah, yeah only only half a second, and yet, yeah, that's how bad it was. Um, but yeah, that movie. Oh my gosh! So going going from great, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and go see it if you haven't, and if you have, go see it again because I'm going to at some point. I don't know exactly when, but it was just a good time, a fun movie. The longer it's been since I saw it, the more and more, um, you know, it just, it sits with me and gets, it gets better and better in my mind and, and I'm more and more excited about seeing it again. That's how good of a movie it is, folks. I went and bought the, the soundtrack. Yeah, listening to the soundtrack is just evokes the, the memories of the feelings of the movie and so that was, that's pretty cool too. And I'm a music, you know, I like music so that works for me as well. Um, anything else about Guardians of the Galaxy? You've been pretty quiet, Dylan. You're having fun with your Play-Doh? Crickets, crickets, crickets. There's no crickets. That's okay. So nothing else about Guardians? I'm trying to think. Uh, no, that's pretty much it. A funny, good, mild movie. Yes. yes. Get lots and lots and lots of funny. Lot, lots and lots of funny. So good, good stuff in there. Um, but lots of action, too. And good action made sense. So, yeah, go and see it. Oh, and if, and if you haven't seen it and you are going to see it, leave it something about it that is sorry about that folks brief technical difficulty as i was moving the mouse i stopped recording Ooh, somebody's breathing really loud so hold my breath <gasps> but you don't have to hold it just don't exhale right into the microphone okay so Dylan, what were you saying i was saying so if you haven't seen it yet and you're going to see it please tell us how funny you thought it was because we want to know how funny other people thought it was that's a great ad. So yeah, in the in the comments, um, you know, there you can go timandtheboys.com. Um, this podcast is there, or Tim and the Boys on Facebook. What's going on over there? I hold my breath. Remember? Are the joys of being around children? That's the reason we made this podcast in the first place. Yeah. Capture children. Well, yeah, and uh, I know. I hope. I hope that either A, other, that kids will listen to it and they find it um, somewhat entertaining, or B, parents will listen to it and realize their kids are not the only ones who behave that way <laughs> or have those silly thoughts or say those silly things. Okay, so 
getting back to oh no I don't even remember what I was going to say oh the bot the, the, the website yeah timtheboys.com you can find our episode this episode 4 and you can leave comments um, underneath it so please tell us what you thought about Guardians of the Galaxy or any of the other movies that we're going to talk about um, here uh, you could also leave uh, comments on um, facebook.com uh, slash Tim and the Boys is it Tim and the Boys? I think so yeah, or at Twitter it's Tim Twitter is Tim and Boys because Tim and the Boys was taken by somebody who doesn't even post yeah that's crazy whatever alright so shameless plug for all of our web properties over Next topic of conversation. Going from best movie to worst movie. Best movie to worst movie. Okay, so the worst movie clearly, clearly was Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, we just talked about that, and we just said it was the best. I just so think anybody's paying attention. No, yeah. So no, the worst is 1989 Batman. But we need to. Well, I guess we. That was the second one we saw. Yeah. That was the second. Oh, so you're trying to do them in order? Yeah, yeah we were. But I was thinking about just like changing that from best to worst. And I hope you didn't just stop that. Day. I didn't just stop it. Everybody, chill out. Relax. Do you want to see it just so that I can prove it to you? Oh, yeah. Still okay. recording. Still recording. Still recording. Awesome. I'm just taking off the screen because you guys get fixed, fixed on the numbers and stuff. I don't even know what those numbers mean now. Fantastic. You changed the recording. I'm, no, I'm, cha- I'm, I'm going here so that while we're talking about the really bad Batman, there was a funny story that I wanted to, to talk about, and I forgot I was going to pull it up. So anyways, so the really bad 1989 Batman, Dylan, why did you think it was so bad? I thought it was so bad because of the cheesy part where when the Batmobile was driving, and then it was shooting, and it made a hole in the wall and went through. That was that was really cheesy. And it was interesting how it just happened to um, cut out that door, and it was just wide enough and just tall enough. It was like a template or something. Um, it was like it was shooting from the top and the sides. And the way and the way that the guns were positioned, it didn't really seem like that could probably do that. Um, yeah. No. Well, so, yeah, that was, a, that was one. The, wor- the problem with me was bad graphics, um, not too good storyline, because of, let me just say, there was, like, no Batman. Batman was, like, going, have, have, taking, he was, like, taking a vacation the whole movie. Like, there was it was, like, a two-hour movie, and there was probably about f- maybe 15 minutes of real Batman. Tops. Batman-ish. Batman-ness. Yes. Like, like, actual seeing Batman and having Batman be there and Batman... Talk and talk, Batman. and well, and his voice was totally different. I mean, you know, he's he's not talking like this. He's talking. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. Um. It was kind of a a weak, piecemeal story, which is interesting. I remember when it came out, and I saw it in the theaters. I, you know, it was just like, wow. You know, we all thought it was something you know pretty phenomenal. It just does not hold up over time. And, you know, it is pretty clear when you watch it that it is a Tim Burton movie because, true to form, it is very, 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 very dark, as everything that Tim Burton does is. Um, but, and it had, you know, Jack Nicholson. He was uh, the Joker and, you know, phenomenal performance, I thought. Uh, and I forgot Kim Basinger was in it as Vicki Vale, and she was looking as cute as an 80s um, actress could look. Um and then, of course, Michael Keaton as the Batman. And, 
yeah, that was kind of a hard sell there. I, I didn't didn't really buy him playing that character as much as I did, you know, when it came out 25 years ago. I'm not sure if it's the actor's fault, but it's just the writer's fault. Yeah, yeah, there. True. Well, there's there's only the so much. Fault. Or the time's fault. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Batman. So we went from best Guardians, worst Batman, somewhere in the middle. Superman. Superman 1979 version with Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder. Yeah, we're going back and watching the old 69. Yeah, really old. Jeez, I would have been. When that, if that came out in the summer of 79, then. Well, I, I, it would be eight. Well, I wasn't going to actually say because now people can do the math and figure out how old I am. Anyways, yeah, so I was probably around eight years old. And I remember seeing it in the theater. Uh, I think it was at Parkway Plaza um, Theater. And uh, I went and, saw it with, went and saw it with my mom. I remember that. That was the theater that was by, for anybody who grew up in the East County of San Diego, the the theater that there was there was two theaters there was one at the bowling alley and then there was one at parkway plaza and then they built the amc and santee so and the one at parkway plaza was over by i think it was woolworth i think that was the name of it anyway so, sorry anyways okay so superman 1979 i actually liked it more than the batman movie and it was actually quite enjoyable and the special effects actually were Better than they were in the Batman. Movies. Which is kind of. Hard I don't to think believe. they had a very big budget for the Batman movie. They, they had, had a huge budget for the Batman movie. That's what's so bizarre about it. I mean, that was like a blockbuster. That was back when they just started kind of throwing, you know, everything, the kitchen sink and all the money they could find underneath it at movies to to make them a big spectacle. But yeah, I, I really I I agree with you on Superman being. Um, there were a couple of the special effects scenes, which, you know, they looked like you would expect them to from a 1979 flying dude. Um, not, like, completely like, oh, my gosh, it looks so real. Um, but there were other flying scenes that I thought looked incredibly real and I thought held up really, really well, even, you know, even today for those for those effects. We did not see wires holding him up once. Nowhere in there did we see that. my dad claims to have seen wires in the trailer for the Batman movie. Uh, did I see wires yeah, for, for the part when like the bat jet flew past the giant tower? Oh, I was joking. Oh. Whoa. Oh, okay, that's somebody. <laughs> that's somebody whacking their microphone. Sorry, I, I hit my microphone when I was explaining. It. I was. I, yes, I did say that. I was. I was joking. But you know that scene. Oh my God, people, go up. If you if you can go find the the nineteen eighty nine Batman trailer. It's not really a trailer. It's like pretty much the whole um, action sequence that comes along at the end of the movie. They just put it in three minutes and. That they called that a trailer, but yeah, there's a part where the bat, the bat plane, or the bat jet flies around some giant spirey type of castle-ish looking thing. And you know what that reminds me of? Now that I'm thinking about it, it reminds me of King Moonracer flying around his castle on the island of Misfit Toys in Rudolph. It reminds me. I mean, you know, it's not like oh, it's that bad, but I mean, it just reminds me of that because the color, that kind of purplish hue, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I digress. You guys don't remember King Moonracer flying around I the island of the misfit scene. toys. Ah. Uh, anyhow, so back to Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the version of Superman we saw was the uh, special edition anniversary release or something. They had put in eight extra minutes of footage um, that was not in the theatrical release. And I think for the most of it was basically um, footage that occurred on Krypton, uh, or as uh, Jarrell 
calls it Krypton. And everybody else. The, everybody else? No, actually Superman did when he was talking to Lois Lane, and he said, oh, I'm from Krypton. He didn't say I'm from Krypton. <laughs> Jor-El. Well, wait, if Jor-El's his dad, and that's, how, that's the only link he knows to Krypton. I know. How so does he pronounce it differently? Uh, up, we found a continuity problem in the storyline. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe it's just Jarrell has an accent, and Superman doesn't have that. It, it's because Jarrell was played by Marlon Brando, and Marlon Brando just is Marlon Brando. I don't know who that is. I know you don't, but he's he, he's a he was a very 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 famous actor, just and really good actor. Um, older movies, older things before you guys watched. I haven't seen hardly any of his movies, but I know that he's really good. So, anyways, I think he was. Um, good and I think the extra footage was interesting um, it didn't really add much to the movie which is probably why it didn't make it in the original release uh, but because they found it lying around somewhere and they had you know some special edition they wanted to release they threw it in there and it was like well alright so to make it seem special so people would buy the movie again yes remember the magic Yes. So here at the house, um, we're kind of going through, as you can tell from our discussion, these uh, comic book movies. Um, and so we saw that first Batman, and when we watched the day we watched Superman, we had a little, you know, which one do we want to watch? Do we want to watch Batman Two? No, Batman Begins. I'm sorry. Do we want to watch Batman Begins? Which is the first new Batman, which came out in like 2006. So best graphics. Woohoo! It's as old as me. Um, right, uh, or whether we wanted to watch Superman, so we settled on Superman. But we do have Batman Begins. We will get around to pulling the trigger on that. We'll have to figure out how many of the old Batmans we want to go through. We have watched a lot of the trailers for the old Batmans, and um, none of the other ones really look interesting, except maybe four. Maybe four. I thought the third one. That's four. Yeah, I th I thought um, and Poison Ivy. Uh, I thought the 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 trailer for Batman Forever, which is the third one, which has Two Face and the Riddler. Two Face isn't that creepy. I thought that that um, I like that trailer just because after watching that really really dark dark movie um, Batman, uh, it was okay. Yeah, they're both by the same guy. Um, but the third one is. It was much more colorful. It was much more vibrant and lively. Face has like orange and purple, and uh, Riddler has green. And he has a sparkly jacket. And he has a, and he has, so, he has a so shiny he can, gold staff. And he has a shiny gold staff. Yes. So um, I, we'll probably get those done at some point. There's there's no real compulsion to to do those. Okay, okay, we'll do it. We'll we'll watch those. So what do you guys think our next one's gonna be? Do you have any desire to see Superman 2? Uh, yeah. We could do that, or Batman Begins. The next time it'll be a question, um, General Zod versus Gotham City Criminals. Yes, there is there, there is a guy. Um, so speaking of, like, video games, coming back to that, so uh, after I finished Marvel, and I know that you guys know this as I'm looking and talking to you, but the people who are listening don't know this. So after I finished Marvel, I, I got Batman 2. Um, Lego, um, and it has the character. This is something you didn't know. So the guy who ends up being the bad guy in Batman Begins is in is a character in that. He's not a villain, not per se. He's he's just you know it's kind of like Bruce Wayne is a character in there, or 
uh, Lois Lane. You know, those aren't villains or just. But he is. But I mean, yes, he is a villain that you have to go fight to and purchase like the other villains. But he just might not have superpowers. I don't know. I forget. He's not Man Bat. That's not Man Bat. Oh, that's no, that's it's, a good name. It's some. It's like Ra Ra Rao Takan or something like that. Ra Rao, Ra I don't know. People at home are gonna listen. Are gonna be laughing at me for messing up his name. I don't remember. If you guys know it, leave it in the comments. Yeah, yeah some, somebody, right somebody go Google it. Probably as soon as we finish this podcast, we'll go Google it ourselves or and figure Google it out. Google it right now. Just open up a new tab. Yeah, open up a new tab. How would you guys know that? R A U. Batman Begins. This is riveting podcast. Yes. A villain name. Uh, so, Ra. There it is. Raz al Ghul. Uh, it's R A apostrophe S. Second word, lowercase A L. Third third word, capital G, and then H U L. Raz al Ghul. We might have a pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. We could say what's the pronunciation. Okay, we're not gonna get that far. Here's that guy looks kind of creepy. Are you sure you want to see that? The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Okay. That's like Bane before he gets on his mask, probably. Nasty. I don't know if I want to see that movie now. Okay. So, what was it called? What was his name? Raoul al Ghul. Not that that's very helpful or meaningful. Raoul al Ghul. Are we done with the comic book talk? Comic book movies? Yeah, I guess. We talked about Superman. We talked about Batman. And we talked about what the next ones that you that you want to see. Batman Begins. Oh, and we have Spider-Man coming, the first Spider-Man. So we'll have the first Spider-Man, not the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, not the amazing Spider-Man. This is just Spider-Man. The amazing Spider-Man 2, I really like it. We went and saw that back in May when it came out. Didn't we already do a podcast where we talked about it? Probably. We have done a podcast since then, at least one, I think. I don't know, maybe not. I don't think we did one. I think I, you know, how long it's been since we did one? I think. Well, there's God. We got so many other things we're talking about. I don't. I think we went to Legoland. Oh no no no. We 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 did one after that. Cause I remember talking about the funny stuff in the hallway. But our summer's over. Pretty much. You guys go back to school in a few days. We go back to school. School on Wednesday. And we haven't talked about our our trip. Yes. So we went to Yosemite this summer. What'd you guys think of our trip to Yosemite? Awesome! Yay! Okay, Hello. that's that's kind of a mixed. <laughs> you have you have kind of two two different things there. I mean, it just it wasn't like, wow, that's amazing. Some of the sights were breathtaking, but still, I it was. Wait, so what's the difference between breathtaking and amazing? I I'm not. Uh, never mind. It was breathtaking, <laughs> and I guess the sights were amazing, but. Other than going to Yosemite, nearly running over a bear, um, going on the lake, which I liked, there wasn't really that much that we actually mm -hmm. did. Besides really? Besides the Lego movie for the eighth time. Really? Okay, so... It was mine. I don't know that that's really an important detail that people really people care about. I've seen the Lego movie eight times. Well, I'm talking about the correction. I don't think there's any need to have any sort of correction on that point. Um, okay, so yeah, we drove up there. We got a cabin in Oakhurst, which is about 15 minutes um, south of the south gate um, into Yosemite. Uh, 
almost an hour and a half, a little less than an hour and a half to Yosemite Valley. But um, so we, we got there, you know, really, really neat little place that we were staying. And the first day we were there, we um, didn't go into Yosemite. We drove up uh, Forest Service Road to um, a campground where there was um, a small, you couldn't even call it a grove of sequoias. A, uh, there was a grove of trees and there was a couple sequoias smattered about. Um, Nelder Groves. Nelder's, Nelder, Nelder Grove. Nelder's Grove. Nelder Grove. Yes, and there there was old logging happened up there, so you did see a bunch of uh, sequoia stumps. Um, so that was fun. Yes, their Big Ed was up there. So that was day two. Uh, well, the fir our first full day there. Um, and then the second day is when we actually went into Yosemite, and we decided um, before we drove down to the valley to take the side road that took us up to Glacier Point, um, where we first stopped at Washburn Point and got a good look down in the valley and saw uh, Nevada Falls, Vernal Falls. I do, but I, well, I don't. I, people get them, well, yeah, because they're on the same trail, and it's like, which one am I at now? Um, and we had a, a just a, a larger than life, you know, first introduction to Half Dome, you know, coming around a corner, and then there it was, just you know, and, and pictures do not do it justice. Um, it is a it is an incredibly impressive sight to see with your own two eyes. I don't need to edit it in because you just provided it. <laughs> But you, make, when it's but you need to make it a little quieter so it's kind of like that's still too loud because you want it to be under my voice behind my voice like I'm speaking over the music or I can just speak louder <laughs> so we saw yeah so we saw Half Dome and then we um, continued uh, about five minutes just kind of around the corner to Glacier Point which uh, for me was like wow I didn't realize um, you know I hear, you hear about Yosemite being a U-shaped glacier valley I didn't realize that meant like sheer rock faces that basically when we were at Glacier Point there is a railing um, that you walk up to and you look over and it honestly is like a 3,000 foot no if you're at 7,000 feet the valley is okay Mr. I don't know altitudes let me tell the story I looked at a sign that said it was like 7,120 feet Above sea level. Above sea level, but the valley is at five or two thousand three. I don't know. The valley is above sea level too. So the difference. You have to do math. You have to do subtraction to figure out the distance. Base, but it's somewhere around. I don't know. Twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred. I forgot. It's between twenty five hundred thirty five hundred feet straight up from. Uh, the valley floor to this this lookout. So you're you're looking over the rail and you see. I was talking. I hadn't finished. Yeah, it's, you look over the railing, and it honestly is just um, a breathtaking drop straight down, and it, it's a little uh, makes your tummy. Well, it made my tummy a little woozy just to to see that. It was for. Did you say vertigo or vertical? Vertigo, vertigo. Uh, no, I know what vertigo is. I'm very familiar with vertigo. Uh, yes. So. Did you ever have vertigo when you jumped out of the airplane? Uh, no, I've never experienced vertigo personally. Vertigo is is a pretty debilitating thing for people who experience it because they don't have. I mean, it's like you're just sitting there and you're just motion sick. You feel like you're spinning and you get sick to your stomach and you start to vomit, just from sitting where you are. And then you can take medicine that will. You know, calm that down. 
but the um, side effect of the medicine usually is that it, it just puts you put you on your butt you're gonna fall asleep and sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep so basically you either are awake and you feel miserable and you're vomiting because you have motion sickness for no reason or you're asleep until the the fit or until it passes until the episode passes and then you're back to normal I thought yeah. vertigo was more just like kind of like nausea. No, you, no, you can get mo- that's motion sickness. So you can get you know, like you go on a boat and you get nauseous for for that's motion sickness. Yeah, it's just that just makes you feel a little woozy. But yeah, vertigo is is an actual medical condition where the something having to do with the equilibrium by the fluid and bones and stuff in your ears somehow the messages between your ears and your brain is out of whack and. And so, yeah, you, you just, you know, for no reason, you get motion sick by sitting still. Even at, like, just like in your normal place, like, I could be playing. Just sitting right there, moving, not, not moving at all. Mm-hmm. I was going to be like. Yeah. Absolutely. I click out of that tab now. So. It looks like the guy that played really well. Um, you wanted to say something else about looking at down into the valley? Oh, yeah. The, the cars were the size of ants, pretty much. If you looked down, you saw the cars were... The they, were they were itty, itty, teeny, tiny. So we, we, we had our lunch up there, and then we drove down to the valley, and uh, it was pretty nice when we were up at the lookouts because we could see, you know, it's been pretty dry this, this year, and especially since there's, you know, a, a huge, huge drought in California, and I was expecting, you know, not, nothing. Uh, but we, there was some waterfalls. Yeah, so I was excited. We decided, okay, we're going to go for a hike. We took the Misty Trail, and we hiked up to Vernal Falls, uh, got to like the footbridge. thousand stairs that are, like, a, a what? difference so between what? each of them, but and the wet and slippery, and no railing for most of it. Yeah, but that's after the footbridge. So we got to the footbridge, and that was as far as we were going to go. And then we looked, and we saw the falls, and we talked to some people who came down, and we're like, oh, they're right there, and there's a trail. Okay, let's go up that trail. And then we came to the... Stairs. Yes. I think it was, I think it was seven, I think it's 700 something 700 stairs. stairs. A foot difference between each one, pretty much. Well, they're, they're made out of rock. I mean, they're... they're so there's actually different. Some of the ste- some of the steps are very very short, and some of them are very very tall, and they're just everywhere in between. They're not flat. They're and you can tell they rocks. just look like they just look like that when they were making the trail and they had to blast out some of the rocks for the trail. They took the spare rocks and made the steps. Mm-hmm. That's, exactly That's probably exactly what they did. Although I don't know if they blasted anything. I don't think they blasted rock to make the trail. I think they just yeah they probably chipped some, drilled some, carved some, but I don't think they. But before we we went. But before we went up to the rock stairs, uh, we saw that there was a bathroom, and we weren't really needing to go, and we were like, yes! And we also could refill our water backpacks there, because there was a sink. Yeah, they had a really nice supply of water for us to fill up, but uh, interestingly enough, apparently there had been a power outage in the valley that day or the day before, Um, so we got up to where the bathroom was at the Vernal Falls footbridge. Uh, and Dylan went in and used the bathroom. Um, and I, I kid you not, like five minutes after Dylan came out, Aiden had to go. And he's like, well, where do I go? I'm like, that door. And he's like, no, it's locked. I'm like, come on. No, it's right here. Sure enough, the bathroom had been locked since Dylan came out because of the power outage. They weren't able to pump water up to the bathroom. And so the water had run real low and they had to close it down. So the man told me, um, you know. 
uh, what was it, something, let's see, 25 feet off trail, 50 feet from water sources, um, you know, six feet deep if you got to bury solids and pack in, you know, pack out your trash. Luckily, nobody had to do anything solid, so we were okay. But, yeah, so we took the walk up to the Vernal Falls, um, where it crests over the edge. And I've seen pictures of it since we came back. Okay. And so what we saw was clearly not nearly as um, full in volume as what it can be when there's more water. But I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just giggling at Aiden over there who had to get up and go get himself a toothpick to clean the Play-Doh out from underneath the fi his fingernails. Because it got wedged past the part that hit you sound like you're You sound like you're a million miles away. I'm sorry that I wasn't leaning into the okay, now stuff. You're too loud. So, so that was day two. Um, after we had the um, hike, we, we went back. Um, and day three uh, was Lake Day. Where we rented a boat and went out on Bass, Bass Lake. And that was quite an experience. So we had uh, a tube to go um, tubing behind. Um, the boat just felt a little, I don't know, didn't steer too well. I'm not a boat person, so I don't know what it's supposed to be like, but it just didn't quite feel too solid. Um, and then uh, while we were pulling Aiden, we had like the perfect storm of wakes kind of crash in front of us. And so the boat, the front of the boat went up and then it went down deep and it submerged right into the water, you know, and open the door and wedged under Dylan's foot. Dylan had been standing at the front. <laughs> it was a horrific day for Dylan. So, yeah, the door busted open, it broke his, and it didn't break anything. It, the door broke, it wedged his foot. We thought his foot might be broken. Um, we ended up going back and... Uh, everything we had. Well, yeah, because there was a, just a giant, I mean, it was like a one-foot wall of water. I honestly thought for a brief moment, oh my gosh, we're going to sink. Because um, the boat was just towing straight into the water, you know, nose down. Um, but then it popped back up. So we were able to get to... Uh, the, the rental place and we got off the boat and they had to look at it and they started fixing it and there was a lot of fixing to be done and so after about an hour they finally gave us a different boat which was bigger which was nicer and it was much much more solid much much more it felt much as much safer i felt much safer on that so yes the boys got free ice cream and so and then we barbecued on the boat because it had a barbecue, brought steak, didn't bring plates, didn't bring any knives. So, well, that's not true. I had one plastic knife. So, so we ate off the grill. I just cut the steak into strips, uh, everybody's steak into strips, and everybody's had to huddle around the grill and pull their strips off the, off the grill and eat. anchored not too far away from a beach shore, and so I swam to the shore, and I explored a little bit on the beach, and then I swam back. Yes, and uh, and while I was cooking, you know, um, boys were swimming around the boat, jumping off the front, swimming to the ladder on the side, and and while they were doing that uh, around the boat, you know, we didn't make them have their vest on. They wanted some of the freedom of that. They're always within reach of the boat, so that was fine. But then all of a sudden, Dylan decided that he needed to to swim to the shore without his life vest. Yeah, and so he got control that my body just started moving. Okay, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying. I know. A, the the need came over you to be on the shore. So, anyways, got halfway there, got tired, said help, and uh, rescue mommy jumped into action, had to swim over and, and 
Brahma life Feston. Luckily, a man from shore swam out and brought Mommy a pool noodle because she was exhausted and wasn't going to make it back to the boat. I don't know how I ended up the boat and back. Well, maybe because it was, I wasn't, like, racing to save somebody's life and I just was able to swim there at ease without life fest and come back and I had a break on the shore too. So. Well, and you're also bigger, so I mean, it doesn't matter, but whatever. It's all good. Oh, well, because of... Yeah, I was saying, because she had to speed race to save somebody's life. Yes, and there's adrenaline in there, yeah, so anyways. Uh, and that was our boat day. And then Thursday, or the next day we went up to Mariposa Grove and that was uh, a hike we took up to, up through the Mariposa Grove of Sequoias and that that was impressive. You guys have to admit, those that, that wasn't like Nelder. This was just giant trees, lots and lots of giant trees. So tell tell us about the telescope tree, Dylan. Me, 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 me. I need to. Me, me, me. Aiden, you tell us about the telescope tree, and Dylan, you'll tell us about um another tree, the clothespin tree. Do you remember that one? Mm. No, so, not really. So you can tell us about you. Can, you can talk about the drive on the way back. But, but I want first. I want to say a tiny itty bitty part. Uh, I want to say a tiny itty bitty part of the telescope. Nope, thing. nope. I'm gonna start talking there now. Was, there was Wait. a little tunnel that you could crawl through, and it was really fun to crawl through. Oh yeah. In the base, yeah. So there was a tunnel where you could you could crawl through it, and we have a picture of Dylan. On both sides of Dylan, on both sides of the tunnel. So, anyways, all right, telescope tree, Aiden, take it away. It was in a fire. It kind of got hollowed out about halfway through. It, it was hollowed out almost all the way, and there was a little tunnel leading out from the hollowed out part. And there was also the giant entrance for you to exit if you needed to. And um. Also, what do you mean by hollowed out? I mean, explain what what does that mean? It was hollowed out. Like there was no inside. Like it was just space that you could stand inside. Also, if you look straight up, you could see that the whole entire thing was hollow, and at the very top there was an opening, so you could see the sky. That's the name of the telescope tree. However, it is still alive. It is still alive. It is a living, living, hollowed out sequoia. You can walk into it. Um, you can look up and see the sky, and you are in a living tree. Isn't that also the day that we went on the train ride? No. Can you go turn off the air conditioner? Okay. Uh, how? how? <laughs> Forget it. Maybe it'll just be a little bit of shh noise in the background. Yeah. Can you hear that, guys? I'm sure they can. Anyway, still. So now tell us about the drive. We were leaving. We left the uh, Mariposa Grove. We were heading to where? Sugar Pine Railroad. The Sugar Pine Railroad, because if we were going to do the um, Moonlight Special, which is a barbecue dinner. Oh, it's loud. That's loud. Do the uh, barbecue dinner and can take a, a train ride to a campfire where we do a nice little sing along. And so on the way down from, well, it wasn't a campfire like that kind where you could actually. But I wanted to bring marshmallows. Okay, they wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let you roast them. So it's a good thing you did. But anyways, so we're on our way down there. We're driving down from the grove, and we almost hit a bear, a baby bear that was pretty big. Yes, it was a juvenile. Okay. There you go. A juvenile uh, 
almost ruined our day and our car and his life. Uh, but yeah, the road was very, it was pretty narrow, not no shoulder on either side, just kind of, you know, forest and a little slope down to the, the asphalt and then um, slope back up and it's back forest on either side. And we were just driving and all of a sudden, Something this, brown shot a brown in front of our car. this bear just bolted right in front of my car and it hit the brakes. And we were literally like probably a quarter of a mile from the south entrance, the gate at the south entrance. So we saw him, I saw him jump up in the, into the woods and there was a parking lot right there. Um, if you're familiar with the south entrance, it's right where it tees after you come in. And we pulled in there and looked, and lo and behold, there he was, kind of rummaging around in the forest. And so we got some pictures. Tearing at his bark, tearing at his bark, tearing at his bark. He was tearing I can post it on our website. I don't know if I can post it in the comments. But, huh? I, I can, yeah, it's on YouTube, so I can post the video anywhere on the internet that we want to. So if you're interested in seeing the video of the bear, we'll post that on all places where videos can be posted that we own. So, yeah, and then we, so then we finished that, went down to, finished watching the bear, drove down to the, the railroad. And uh, the boys went panning for gold, which was like the thing that Dylan had been looking forward to on the entire trip. We, we also lost, they rigged it. We lost seventeen dollars because we got hit about three or four dollars in gold. So you lost seventeen dollars because we paid ten bucks each for you guys to to pan for gold. I thought it was plenty each. I don't know. Oh no no no. So ten each. So ten each. That would mean that we lost. Um, and you got about three bucks each. About fourteen. Yeah. yeah so we paid ten dollars for you guys to pan for gold, and you and you actually panned about three dollars worth of gold. Yeah. So this is what they basically did. How it was rigged. They they didn't give you like this river that you took scoops of sand out of and shook, and did the whole panning process. They gave you a thing with dirt already with dirt and gold and gold. They made sure everybody got gold and rocks. The same amount of gold and just rocks and dirt in it. And then, um, they, um, they t had us, they didn't let us pick through it, they, ha they just saw only dirt, no gold, the gold was at the very bottom, and then they took us over to this little water area, and they gave us specific instructions on how to, like, shake our pan, and make sure that the ridges were on one side, and shake it side to side, and make Do you remember what the ridges are called? No. Ripples. Riffles. 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 No, <laughs> they were riff with an F. Rip. Riffles. Yeah, but they did that because that's how you would really pan for gold in for real. But if you, I mean, there's they don't have anywhere around that they couldn't have a place where there was gold there for you to actually get some and figure it out. done that. You know that water trough that they had. They could have put a bunch of dirt in there and put a little gold in there too. So you had to scoop in, grab a thing of dirt, sift it out. I, I, I know they could do that. I, I'm thinking that they have a very good reason why they chose to do something yeah, so different. Yeah, people them because one kid got $10 worth of gold and the other person got $1 worth of gold. I don't think people would be able to sue them. It would just be all random. But as a company, they probably don't want to have people having vastly different experiences. Oh, I panned for gold, I got nothing. I panned for gold, I got $12. You know, it's the whole point is this is how you pan for gold. It's not, hey, go see how rich you can get because... If they were making people rich, they wouldn't be doing it. 
as a company, they want everybody to have the experience and have the same experience. So that's that's my belief. That's why they do it the way they do it. They, over the years, determined that that's a pretty successful model. They still could not get the same amount. They might just, like, pour most of the gold out. So then after you guys panned for gold, we had the dinner, we got on the train, we choo-chooed through the forest. Chewed and chewed and chewed. And we had the campfire sing-along with all kinds of goofy, fun stuff. And American uh, songs that have that only a quarter of the crowd knew. Uh, I think I think, think there's a lot of the songs which were old American, old I wouldn't call them American, but I mean we live in America, so I mean it's folk folk songs, and they're folk songs that you know I don't know how I learned them or where I learned them, but I learned them as a kid. Karen learned them as a kid, and my kids don't know them. I know some of them and part of some of them. Yeah, like, like, um, I didn't know that, I don't know what you'd call it, I've been working on the railroad. Right, that right that's called? it. Like, um, she'll be coming around the mountain when mm -hmm. she comes. That was, that version was so violent. Violent? Violent? Yeah. Oh, okay, so they cut the chicken's head off. Yum, well, yum. I've never had. Uh, I've never, I've never done it with all of the little motions and sound effects. I don't think I've ever sang that song to that many verses either, because of, I don't know any of the. Uh, I just know like the first two verses, I think. Yeah, no, that's not. That's not not the exact words that that were used. It seemed like it. Right. And then we took the train back for the forest in the dark and, and drove, rode back. And then our last day of our vacation was just uh, wind, down, pack up. wind down, pack up, clean up, do nothing, and then drove home. So all in all, I enjoyed myself. I thought it was neat going somewhere in California that we'd never been, doing some things that we'd never done. What's that? I liked it. It's just some of the parts of the trip were a little slow. That's all. And that is by design. Sometimes trips, uh, vacations are meant to have slow parts. Do you remember when we went to Costa Rica last year? There was uh, that morning in Playa Samara where it just rained like half the day. And it was it was also a down day. We had nothing planned. We just hung out in the villa all morning because it was just pouring rain. But we were in a rainforest in a different country and it was raining. And, but again, it's okay. Again, we were just, but my point is that, yeah, we were just... Doing nothing. Hey, that that was uh, the night, not that was the night before when we had a big thunderstorm. Like, okay, I can't have this plugged in while I'm playing. So, what if it strikes the house and the electricity shock goes through and then it hits. shocks you? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, uh, okay. Funny story. And all right. So yeah, this this is uh, wow. We've talked about our entire summer almost in movies and uh, so the funny story. Um, just judging from it, my dad typed in Oregon chicken crossed the road into Google search. Yeah, because I read this. Um, I read this a couple weeks ago. So the I mean and this is a Reuters article, but it's all over the place. Time and other reputable news outlets breaking news chicken crosses road how's that breaking news it's just fulfilling an old joke that nobody even like laughs at people laugh at it because the answer is so obvious this was this was in oregon the headline is why did the chicken cross the road oregon cops don't know so they're in in oregon um they had a the oregon police uh, the portland police bureau had a 
a, a release. I guess they do that with crimes or whatever, or dispatches or whatever. It said uh, that they had officers dispatched because of there was a report of a chicken crossing a rush hour highway in the city's Linton district after a caller said the bird was causing a traffic hazard. In a statement entitled, in part, officers unable to determine chicken's intent. It said police were unable to locate the bird, but the animals in the roadway were no laughing matter. They also released audio of the tip-off in which the caller assures the dispatcher that, quote, this is actually not a prank call, end quote. The police spokesman, Sergeant Pete Simpson, said officers regularly tend to duck crossings and have been known to rescue ducklings from storm drains. But he said it was the first time they had received a serious call about a chicken trying to cross a road. Officers will remain on the lookout for the bird, he said. But that's the funny news article, a chicken crossing a road and calling it causing a traffic hazard. Did it make it across? They couldn't, they couldn't find it, so I'm guessing it got across. If they, if it didn't, it would be dead in the road, and they probably would have found it. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, I think it's funny because there is a joke why the chicken crossed the road, and then some guy calls the police saying, uh, "This isn't a prank call. There's a real chicken crossing the road, and I think it's a traffic hazard." And then police actually went to investigate the chicken crossing the road. Okay, now, okay you, now you giggle a little bit. Yeah, a moment ago, you said you didn't think it was that funny. You were saying the joke so. wasn't that funny. Oh, I've never thought that joke was funny. I, you know which joke I do think is funny is why did the chicken cross the park to get to the other slide? But whatever, it, we get the point. It's a joke off of a joke. It is a joke off a joke, and it's not. It's not so funny when people correct it when it didn't really. Need to be corrected. It did not, John. Even I, the king of corrections, say. You're not the king of corrections. Wow. Well, at least we got it recorded, so you can um, always bring that back to me. Yes, absolutely. So, anyways, um, this has dragged really long, but we had fun talking. You might not have had fun listening, but, you know, I think we do this more for us than for you anyways. But it would be great to hear from somebody who does listen and hear what you think about this, hear what you would like to hear in the future or some topics that um, we don't cover that you think we should. And gasp, we didn't do our normal segment of asking nonsensical questions. We haven't really done that much because I, I don't have those all packed away. I need to, I need to come up with some. We'll, we'll work on that. So the next episode, so on our next episode, for those of you who are, you know, waiting with bated breath to find out what we're going to do, we'll do the nonsensical questions, which is where I just come up with some random question and ask the kids. How many light years does it take for the space shuttle to get from Mars to um, another galaxy? Um, right. Some. Uh, yeah, so it's something that may or may not have a real answer, but no matter what the real answer is, you're not going to hear it from these two boys. Um, well, you're not clueless. It's just that you're not you're not supposed to have the information, which is why your responses are meant to be funny. Why was the Large Hadron Collider created, Dylan? What? Why was the Large Hadron Collider created? Because it had a cane. Because it had a cane. See? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect example of what, uh, so there's a preview of our next podcast, yeah. and then in addition, perhaps we'll see, or maybe we won't, whether or not we want to bring back discussion comments about one said computer gaming time suck that has been sucking everybody's time in this house. Only an hour and a half a day. Only. Well, school's back in it, so it's probably not going to be an hour and a half. 
Uh, wouldn't be so sure about that, but so we'll see. Anyways, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Thank you for uh, listening. Um, TimandtheBoys.com is a website. Please check there. Uh, you can get our uh, podcasts. So you look at the old ones there as well. And also uh, leave comments about any uh, this content, con- con- podcast, or any of the other episodes. Uh, you got Tim and, uh, Facebook.com slash TimandtheBoys. And then finally on Twitter, uh, we're at TimandBoys.com. I'm sorry. At TimandBoys. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you on our next podcast. Podcast. No, 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 no,